Hi, everyone. Hi there. This is Holly. And Daniel. And you are listening to Gospel Bites. And today is the second Sunday of Advent. We made it through a whole week of Advent, and now we're on to the second week. Um, and our Gospel reading today comes from Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 12, and it goes like this. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make, make his path straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. When the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after than me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather the wheat into the granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So this whole reading is about John the Baptist. <clears throat> and John the Baptist was um, in the wilderness. So that was away from the city and out um, without people around him. But what was happening was people from all over were coming to him because they, he was baptizing them and giving, um, a, giving them a chance to repent from their sins, to change their ways and to um, be closer to God and to do the will of God. And um, the funny thing is that he was eating locusts and honey. Mm, wild honey. Yes. And locusts are a type of bug. They are. And where do you think you would get wild honey from? And this is a long time ago, before we had grocery stores and farmer's markets and things like that. So where would he be getting wild honey from? Beehive? From a beehive. Isn't that crazy? He would have to go into the beehive to get it. But that's what he was eating out in mm -hmm. the wilderness because he was away from all the people. So while John is out in the wilderness and there's all these people coming up to see him, he tells them that he is baptizing them with water for repentance, but one more powerful is coming after him, and that he's not worthy to carry his sandals. And the person that he's talking about is Jesus. So even though all of these people have come from far away to come and to hear him and to be baptized by him, John tells them, I'm not really the one that you're waiting on. You are waiting on Jesus who is coming after me. And I'm always struck by how much John remains committed to his mission and the, and the job that uh, the Lord has entrusted to him. Because his job, like it says at the beginning of this, is to prepare the way of the Lord, to make people's hearts ready for Jesus. And that's exactly what he tells them. And I think it may be difficult sometimes when all these people are giving you attention and coming to you to remember what's really important is how I can serve Jesus and how I can help others to encounter Jesus. And as Daniel just said, his job was to prepare the way for the Lord. And that's exactly what we're doing right now in Advent. As we await for Jesus to come in the stable in Bethlehem to be born on Christmas Day, we're getting ready. We're getting our homes ready. We're getting our minds ready, our spirits ready by being close to Jesus and hearing 
words like this gospel and to learn more about him and to love him more. So as we prepare for um, Jesus' coming in Christmas in a liturgical sense, which, which means how we celebrate it um, during the liturgical season at church, we can also remember that our job is, is similar to John the Baptist's um, in another way, in that we are uh, charged as Christians, as people who are friends with Jesus and love Jesus, to prepare the way for him in others' hearts. And we can do that in a number of ways, um, but I think a really important way is to be, to be loving and kind toward those around us, to share God's love with the people around us so that when they do encounter Jesus, they can, that love can almost feel familiar and they'll have that sort of memory of being loved and their hearts will be ready to be loved by Jesus because we as Christians have loved them. Mm-hmm. And all the love that we have inside of us, the love that you have for your mom, your dad, for your grown-ups, for your grandparents or for your uh, siblings, your brothers and sisters, all of that love comes from God. So every time that you share your love with your friends, with your family, with your teachers, with anybody that you meet, that is sharing Jesus's love with other people. And the wonderful thing is that God has given us that love and that we get to have that and know it and we get to share it with other people. And an interesting interesting thing about God's love is it's not something that can be used up or all given out. And what's really amazing about God's love is it always increases. So as you love somebody, your ability to love and the love that you give continues to grow and you share it with them and it grows in them. And it's really like, um, it's kind of like a fire. And I think that's why in the Bible, fire is used a lot to help us kind of picture what is going on. So if you think of birthday candles, you light one candle and then you use that one candle to light all of the rest and then they all have fire on them. So by sharing that fire, it doesn't take away the fire from the original one, but it actually gives fire to all the candles. I think that's a really good way to think of God's love. It's something that we share that continues to grow within us and with everyone it touches. It's really, really beautiful. And I'm really glad that we were led to that from this reading. Mm -hmm. So I hope that this blessed you guys. Um, It's been wonderful to talk to you today, and I hope that you have a wonderful day. We'll see you later. Bye, everyone. Bye.